welcome to the People Sports Podcast. I'm Charlotte Wilder. He's still Mark Titus, and he's still with us for now, at least, even though it's basketball month. <laughs> Mark, how you doing? I'm doing great. We're still kicking. We're down to the lead eight. As of this recording, uh, there are eight teams left. That's how it works. And both tournaments, I believe, right? The women's tournament, you're you're more plugged into women's. I, I always have to uh, make it very clear. This is yes. not a, I, it's not that I'm not into women's basketball, Charlotte. It's that there's tournaments are going on at the same time. Why would they do that? Why don't we do, why don't we like figure out a way that like, I don't know. Then you I think, could, yeah. I, th- I think the women should play first because I think the women's tournament should start like on March 1st. Mm-hmm. And then, because I think like all of America is just jonesing for March Madness. Yeah. That you get that taste. Cause I'm, I'm worried like, or you could play it after the men. Um, but then I'm worried that like, no one's going to like, everyone's going to be like, I got my fix from the men. I don't need to watch the women, but I mm-hmm. feel like you played in March. Like the, that's like the, I don't know. That's, no, I think that's, that's smart. I think that that would put, I mean, it would make sense to have them at separate times because then people who talk about college basketball, men's college basketball specifically could focus on women's college basketball instead of having to pay so much attention to the men that they don't have the bandwidth to, cause it, it, at a certain point it's a numbers game and it's an amount of time. Yes. Like you only have so much time to watch so many things. Um, so I think, I think you're onto something. It's so frustrating to, uh, to, to see people talking about it. Like the UConn Iowa game. I don't even know what happened, but I saw I, and, and in Indiana, like I got, I obviously am from Indiana. So I got a lot of people that are going nuts about the, the Hoosiers, the lady Hoosiers are in the, mm-hmm. the lead eight. And uh, people are going nuts about that. And I'm like, I wish I knew that this was going, like, I wish there's a way I could watch, but I can't, as it turns out, because I got to watch like 700 other men's games. And um, it's not that you, yeah. it's not that you, it's like, that's your job. Yeah. Like you yeah. have to watch them. It's not but, like, oh, well, got to watch the men. So you're like, no, I literally get paid I, to I, watch I have the men. <laughs> so uh, UConn's still alive in the women's, right? And yes. Stanford, I think, are like the two. Because Indiana, Indiana, beat. Beat, Indiana beat NC State, who was a one seed. I know that yeah. much. And then um, – And Caitlin Clark seed? had an amazing season for Iowa, but they just – you know, UConn is yeah. – oh. I, feel, I feel about the women in terms of putting money – like you said earlier, were we recording this? The problem is sometimes we talk and then we start recording. <laughs> yeah. But you said, like, why would you put money on any team that's not Gonzaga – and I feel yeah. in the men, and I feel like, why would you put money on any team that's not UConn in the women? Even yeah, though I know don't. they haven't won since 2016, but like this year with Paige and the freshman team they have, it's just like, I don't understand why you would try anything else. We don't gamble. So we were talking about that. Yeah. Like it's like right. yeah, the way my brain would work if I was to put money on basketball, I would be like, I don't know. I'll bet on the team that's destroying everybody. Like, why would <laughs> I, why would I look at this and be like, all right, text? I, I got, I just pulled up the women's bracket. Shout out to South Carolina. They're one seed that's still in it too. Um, but yeah, like I'm not looking at the women's bracket and say to myself, all right, Texas is a six seed. They're on a nice run here. There's a chance that maybe if like they get good odds, if I could throw just like a hundred dollars on Texas, and if they can just win two more games to get to the championship, then anything can happen. And it's like, well, right. if, if at any point they lose, you just lost $100. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But. The problem, though, the problem with gambling is that it allows you to convince yourself of your most base and wishful desires have a chance of happening. You know, it's like yeah. it's like the Anchorman lines here saying there's a chance. There's a chance. Wait, what is that yeah. from? Is that from Anchorman? Uh no, that's from Dumb and Dumber. That's Lloyd Christmas. Oh, that that right. Mary tells him, yeah, I'm married. <laughs> and <laughs> he, 
Yeah. She says there's like a one in a million. One in a, and he, he's like, he's so like, you're would you say like one in a hundred? And she's yeah. like, more like one in a million. It's like, so and he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which to me is like the reason that people can do that is because of past upsets, you know, like yeah. when the Pats have an undefeated season, and then the Giants beat them. That probably gave people a decade's worth of excuses to put money. They're like, well, look, it happened mm-hmm. that time. And so, you know, and I just I I really hate losing. So I feel precedent, like why would I enter a contest? Precedent is a hell of a drug when it comes to yes. gambling. Yeah, exactly. Seen it before, so. it anyway, how was your uh, birthday, by the way? Last time we talked, was you great. it was it was the day before your birthday, I believe. And then thank uh, you, Mark. Yeah. What'd you do? What do you have any stories uh, to report? I'm you trying. Feel I, older? No, I you know I feel like after thirty birthdays become you're like I don't you know whatever. Like this felt. I mean, I had a lovely birthday. You know, went out to dinner, um, and then uh, because it's Passover came to mm-hmm. my parents' house. Um, everybody's double vaxxed, which was a very exciting um, mm. turn of events. So is that a term we're using now? Yeah. Double vaxxed? Double vaxxed. Oh no, that seems, that seems like a little, like, I, I don't know. I don't like, I you don't, don't like, like it. I don't like sorting people into more categories. Like, no, it's like, awful. Already- it's ethically, it's probably not good. I was just saying that to anyone listening who's like, <laughs> oh, Charlotte's running around the country. It's like, we're, you know, no, you, you I'm try saying to cover like, your bases. It's already, I'm already a little scared about vaxxed and not vaxxed, which like, you know, like I would love to be vaxxed. I'm not anti-vax. I'm like very pro-vax, but like, where is the vax? I would love we gotta to get, get it. You, we got to uh, get you vaxxed. I'm already worried about like, you know, being, being treated like another, being treated like a... <laughs> a dirty man. Cause I don't a have, a vax. but now you're telling me there's a double vax. So like, even if I get a vax, you're going to no, be like, no, are you no. double vax? Cause I'm, I'm single. Are you triple vax, sir? Sir, Just mean- <laughs> we see your vax card. Do you have how many it's punches like- <laughs> you get nine vaxes and then you get the 10 free. Is that how it works? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is it was a lovely birthday. Yeah. Had yeah. Passover. Now I'm here. I'm a little discombobulated. You know, when you like have a routine, which I have really had for a while because yeah. it's been COVID. So there's not much else you can do. And then you're taken out of that routine, but then you're doing the same thing that you do. And like, I'm sitting here in my parents' house recording this when I'm usually in my apartment recording this. And I'm, I, I feel like discombobulated, mm-hmm. but other than that, I'm yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a hard thing to explain. We did, however, get some great emails. Well, I wanted to start because I got a I got a good email right here. Uh, it says, oh, yeah? "It says, can you have Charlotte explain to the people what Passover is? Because some of us might not know." <laughs> is that from you? <laughs> no, I know. I actually do know what Passover. I know. Well, I know this. I know what Passover is celebrating. I've read the Book of Exodus. Um, okay. But I, uh, what, what? Tell the people at home that maybe are not of the Jewish faith, Charlotte. What? What is it that we are doing to sell it? What what is the is is it is it a joyful holiday? Is it a mournful holiday? Is it a holiday it's, for remembrance? It's kind of both. Um, okay. I'm probably going to butcher this, but um, so to any Jews out there, I apologize, and to any non-Jews, you might want to Google it. Be the name it of anyway. our podcast. To any Jews <laughs> out there, I apologize. It should no. It should really be called. I'm probably going to butcher this, but I'm probably going to butcher um, this. You know that's sort of the ethos. But so Passover is celebrating um, when God freed the Israelites from. Mm under from being slaves of pharaoh in egypt mm-hmm. and so you do all these rituals you know it's when moses parted the red sea you know and they didn't have time for their bread to, bread to rise so you eat matzah and they're you know that whole kind of um 
freedom. It's a celebration of being free, but also a remembrance of when the Jews weren't. And it's saying, don't forget that. Like you have to keep telling the story so that people don't forget. Yeah. And so it's sort of like, I mean, my aunt says that you can sum up all Jewish holidays by they, they tried to kill us. They failed. Let's eat. Um, (laughs) And so I think that that's sort of a, you know, kind of how it how it boils down but um no so so you know you you do all these rituals i I probably shouldn't be laughing but that's like just a great that's no i mean it's also like the dark jewish humor you know like i probably have the sense of humor i have because i'm i'm jewish (laughs) yeah so it was good it was good and you drink a lot of wine through the the prayer book the whole thing you have to drink four cups of wine over the course of a night so it's just the original drinking more across all cultures well not all cultures but most cultures and most religions and most everything it all comes back to like every holiday is just like let's eat and drink (laughs) totally it's like yeah it's like everybody (laughs) wanted like you know uncle uncle Ephraim wanted an excuse to get everybody together so you know here's 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 how you decide if passover is like a quote-unquote good fun whatever holiday do calories count during passover no Okay, well then there Definitely you go. It's fun, then it's a fun. No. All I did all <laughs> weekend was don't eat. Count, like... It's a great holiday and it's fun <laughs> yeah. and we're having a good time. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I love that. That's a great uh, um, qualifier. Yeah. All right. Is that a real re- email? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no I. Uh, it's so no, global. I was playing the role of no. I I really did know what I I knew I know what Passover is. I just didn't know what uh, the celebratory process looked like. That was real. I didn't know what the customs right. were to celebrate it, but I know what your. I knew that your, you knew, yeah. but you yeah. were asking for people who didn't, for but I also didn't, didn't know, know yeah. if it was a yeah. real. Yeah, it's called Passover because you mark the doors and they yeah. didn't know which doors to pass over. Yeah, duh. Hey guys, we appreciate you listening to the show, but are you aware, Charlotte? Do you think the people know this, that they can watch us on YouTube? I'm not sure the people know, but the people can watch full episodes. The people can watch compilations of me being an idiot. They can watch compilations of you being an idiot. They can watch all of our bad takes about hockey. I mean, it's all here. So please, please go watch us on YouTube because the only thing funnier than hearing us in your headphones is seeing me turn bright red when I get something wrong. Here's my problem to the people at some point i'm going to wear my hair in a man bun before i get it cut so yes! uh there you go watch on youtube for that w- what day will i show up to the show with a man bun uh i don't know we'll find Keep out together on their toes, and you'll only find out if you watch it on the internet okay here's an email uh this is from cameron kohler um and the subject line is the ceiling is the roof explained you'll like mm. this mark mm-hmm Cameron writes, I'm a bit behind, so maybe you've already received an explanation for this or talked about it more in the show, but I wanted to clarify what, quote, the ceiling is the roof means. I also am a Michael Jordan hater, but I have enough integrity, yes, to brag, to defend him here because I actually think it was a really cool saying. He said it while standing in the Dean Dome. The roof of the Dean Dome is lined with championship banners. So the ceiling for that team was them winning it all and ending up being honored with their own banner in the rafters. Uh, The ceiling for them was the roof. It's kind of brilliant. Sorry if this has already been explained. Love the show. Maybe this is the email that gets me in. No. And we're hopeful. Cam Kohler. <laughs> Cam, first of all, we appreciate you being so earnest. Um, I, I, I think uh, I actually I actually don't know if it was the banners. I thought it was just like the ceiling is the like the roof is the roof of the Dean Dome is like way up there. He was like standing in a building where like the roof is. He was going to say the moon and then he looked up. He's like the ceiling is the. Well, I guess there's a roof. OK, the ceiling is there. Um but yeah, I know it's it, it it made sense. It's just that like 
I think what made that moment so memorable for so many people is that it, it it's something that all of us would say, you know, cause like mm-hmm. we're not great talkers and we're not cool and we're not whatever. And just to hear like Michael Jordan have a moment <laughs> of like, wait, hold on. I need to, I need to stop you for a second. You, someone who hosts multiple podcasts who literally talks for a living, you say, no. we're not good talkers. We're not, good talkers. We're not cool. <laughs> we're not. We're not. <laughs> it's true. Have you ever we're, heard us try to talk? I mean, right. everybody listening is like, yeah, we agree. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it, I, I'm not good at this. I just like, I don't know. I've convinced enough people to, to pay me for it, just, but that doesn't mean, you know, how many, you, know how many incompetent people I've got, like, I'm just one of them. I'm just one of the long line of people in this country faking it, trying to uh, make it. Uh, so wait, sorry, anyway, I interrupted you about Michael. No, I, I think, I think that's what made that point or that moment so funny in our eyes or so it was like Superman didn't have his cape on for a half second. And you're like, yes. ah, ah <laughs> that's something that I would say, you know, like that's some goofy that I would say. And it wasn't like, totally. this is the dumbest thing ever. And Michael Jordan's a moron. It was more of like, Michael Jordan is not perfect <laughs> as yes. like a, as like an entity of like a guy who can stand in front of a crowd and i don't know like it, it felt like he might have been slightly flustered he wasn't <laughs> but the way the words came out it's like oh my god is michael jordan a little flustered being in front of these people i don't know that that's well, how you i know interpret what, it you know what i call that i call that a, a momentary short circuit where your brain mm. where i feel like my brain is short circuiting where it's like some of the wires got crossed or something didn't go exactly as planned and i just say something you know i mean this happens to me personally at least like 15 times a day but for someone like michael jordan the whole point is that i don't think his wires get crossed yeah, yeah right. like he's very coordinated um also though cam i appreciate this i appreciate this email i don't think you're right like I, I still, I still <laughs> don't think. Keep writing in. Keep writing in. We love you. Listen to the show. You're an idiot. You're wrong. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're not an idiot, Cam. But you are reaching a little bit. I do not think yeah. Michael Jordan well, meant anything by what he said. I think he was trying to say the sky's the limit, and he said the ceiling is the roof. I, 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 I think I, I, I think I'm right. That should be the name of the podcast. <laughs> I think I'm. Uh, no, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm, right. I'm probably going to butcher this. Dot, dot, dot. I'm probably right. Though. I'm probably right. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give him the benefit. I don't think he was trying to hang banners in the Dean dome with the football team. Cause don't you, don't you, if like the football team was to win a national title, don't you think you would hang it or put whatever in the football stadium? You wouldn't put it in the Dean dome. So also, they're not going to win one. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Also, it's just like, I'm sorry, UNC incorrect. football is like probably not going to yeah. win a national championship. So I it's don't just... really know. So, so not only was he being falsely optimistic, <laughs> this is participation trophy culture, Mark. This is what the, Michael Jordan is directly uh, influencing participation trophy culture. Anyway, right. thank you, Cam. Um, here's one called first page on Google ranking, uh, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point from Alice. Hi, I found your detail on google.com and have looked at your website and realized website is great design, but website <laughs> ranking, not good. All search engine, Google, AOL, Yahoo, and Bing. Do you want more targeted visitors on your website? Anyway, I like that guy. That yeah. guy's good. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait for it to be like one of the, the one email we got where, uh, it was the brand that was reaching out to you to, mm. uh, were they catfishing me with a brand sponsorship opportunity and then they're just like just kidding just want to get your attention they're like psych i don't actually have any athleisure (laughs) to sell you (laughs) i thought you'd get a kick of that that was a dad joke okay uh now here's a here's a bit of controversy within the people sports podcast world um because over the weekend i saw that um our podcast which is sentient like our podcast 
on Twitter and Instagram thinks for itself. Like that is never me or Mark, just for the record. Like yeah. that is just the podcast talking, doing its own thing on its own, In fact, own volition. Yeah, like I, not only is it not us doing it, I'm mo- I'm not aware of it almost always. Mark I'm is like, <laughs> completely clueless as to what's I, going on. We're working I, on it. I, I uh, re-downloaded Instagram, the app. Uh, I, I never deleted my account because I learned my lesson. When you delete accounts, the world panics. And I don't mean like the I don't mean like the people listening to this. I mean like the people that are like my bosses and coworkers and stuff. Like right. uh the people in my direct life, they you know the, the I don't I don't mean to say that like the world at large is like <laughs> when you delete Instagram, President like, oh Biden holds yeah. a press conference yeah. and is I like, mean, where is Mark the Shark? I mean like the people around me are like, oh my God, what happened? Is he okay? Right. Does, does anybody have eyes on him? What's going on? Um, so I don't delete accounts. I delete apps. And so I've, I've, I've deleted Instagram. I, I just never use it. I'm like this, I'm too old for this. I get on Instagram. I'm like, I don't know what the hell this is, this is anymore. Um, but I, I was pushed into like re trying to like be reactive, re be active on Instagramming it. And so I, I, I downloaded it again, Charlotte. And now I, I will check my Instagram once a week, maybe. Okay. And, and I'll, I'm saying all this to say like, most of the time I'll get on there and I'll just be like, you have four new followers. Yeah. Like someone commented here every so often I'll get on and it'll be like 7,000 people said this. And I'm like, Oh my God, what did the people sports podcast account do? <laughs> right. Right. All right. If, if like, they, what did they tag me in? What are the, what's going on? I don't, I don't like, I don't like this. This is bad vibes. And then I exit it, out. Just it's yeah. important. It's important though. It keeps us on our toes. Yeah, um, so, and, anyway. and, and our, our team is doing an amazing job. Um, shout out Kat, shout out Wes, shout out Kristen, shout out, everybody but i have a bone to pick because there was an email that said charlotte and crew from noah hastings the boat that is currently blocking the suez canal has the name of ever given and Mm -hmm. i bet everyone stuck behind it are ever hopeful that it will get out of the way sooner rather than later have a great day which an amazing email thank you so that was so the podcast chose that as email of the week because clearly mark and i made it clear that anytime we try to do that or promise that it just doesn't happen so people better at their jobs than we are, are going to take care of that for us because that was a shortcoming. But the the thing that's interesting about this is Ever Given was not the name of the boat. The boat was it's, called Evergreen, but there was a typo in the New York Times in a headline that called it Ever Given. So now everybody is calling it Ever Given, but the boat was really called the Evergreen, much like our content. Wait a second. <laughs> You're blowing my mind. This story, this is not the ever wait you know there was a boat that no, was no, no, stuck no. in front of the suez canal no no i know no because no, right. I, I, I want to talk about this a little more by the way but um <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that that's true it's called the evergreen yes because it was ever a typo given? in the new york times wait now i'm seeing something that says there, there, there's something on on the boat that says ever given though what? and there's something on the boat that says evergreen well, what the hell? Like, a boat can of two names. No wonder it got stuck. All right. Well, I'm sorry like, then that I put got... Noah on on blast. No, I no. It's I I think uh, it says Evergreen on the side of the boat, but it also says Ever Given on the side of the boat. This is. Did you see the part that? Uh, <laughs> I, have you talked about this on the show already? No, when we haven't. It's very important. Um. The uh. So apparently, the story. The, the reason this has my attention is the guy driving the boat. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Give me, give me one second. Okay. okay. There's a headline ever given ship freed in the Suez Canal authority confirms. Okay. So what the heck? Cause it says evergreen on it. The ever given. I don't, I'm just upset about this now because I was so sure that I was right. 
about someone else being wrong. And now yeah. I'm wrong about someone else being wrong. And, That's and a, it feels, I feel silly, Mark. That's the, 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 the evergreen boats all have the first name ever. Oh, so like evergreen is like the brand and then a they're boat? called like, yeah. Or like the no. company. Oh yeah. And then they <gasps> oh. call each of the boats like ever given ever hopeful. hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There should be an ever. I wonder where ever hopeful is. Ever hopeful is at the bottom of the ocean. Oh yeah, I was gonna say ever hopeful sank years ago. <laughs> with my with my when I sent that email asking for that job, that boat was just hosed. Um, um, okay, anyway, see, sorry. Did you see that the guy before he went into the Suez Canal? This is probably not a real story either, but I saw it once and I was like, that's enough for me to take it because this is hilarious. <laughs> that the guy apparently was like trying to kill time before you because you have to like you know, you have to, there's a pecking order who can go through the canal. You can't just all go in at once. So as he's waiting for his turn, he. A pecking drew, order for the Suez Canal. He drew a, a penis and balls, Charlotte. <gasps> what? Like he, you, you can track the ships. And as he's like in the, in the water, he's just, he, he, you understand what I'm trying to say? I'm not oh articulating so well. The kid from Superbad grew up to be yes. the captain of a boat. Yes, he drew. He he takes the boat in a pattern out in the the uh, where would this have been? The Mediterranean. The was, they were going towards the Mediterranean and the Indian Ocean, going towards the I don't know whatever direction he was going. So as he's like waiting to go into the canal, he he goes in the path of like a <laughs> of a penis. Oh and my testicles. god! It's like when it, people run in certain patterns yes, so that the map yes. my run says whatever. That's exactly I, what he did. And then he goes and are gets you this. Serious? And then he, I, look it up. Look that part. Maybe that's not true, but I saw that. I, if okay, someone's, I hope it, don't t- if it's not true, don't tell me because I, I want it to be true. Balls ever given ship. This is going <laughs> to bring up some wild penis pattern. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. You oh see my it? God, the route charted by the MV, which is Marine Vessel for anyone interested in listening. This is one time my boat knowledge comes into play. Ever given in the Red Sea before entering the Egyptian waterway appeared to resemble a penis testicle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <gasps> what? Oh my God, this is literally everywhere. This is true. This happened. Okay, well, no wonder the ship got stuck. Are you kidding me? You had a high school, like you know, idiot driving this boat, making so, dick jokes. So you, you believe that you believe that this is on purpose because I, I asked one of my female friends, like I, I brought this up to one of my female friends. She said that, that that's such a man brain way of like, like only a man could notice that. Like she thought it was just a coincidence that you went in that pattern. And they're like, it's only a man that could notice that. And I said, no, 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 because your, your line of thinking is correct. But also a man, a man brain would notice it. Only a man, a man brain would also do it. To do it. Yes, exactly. Men are also stupid enough to like do it. Like that's not, why that's I totally believe it. I'm like, yeah, of course a man did that. Of course he was like, well, got some time to kill. Guess I'll draw a dick in yeah. the ocean. Like, <laughs> anyway, what a story. this is our Fox Sports podcast. I hope what you're all enjoying story. it. Um, that's great. I love that. All right. Um, well, I don't know how we're going to top that, but I'm glad that we figured out the ship name thing. Here's here's an email you'll like, Mark. This is from Jason Cohen. The subject line is turning on Sister Jean. Hi, Charlotte. Call me an old man if you want. I will accept it. But I think Mark is on to something with Sister Jean. I mean, think about it. Why does no one know the players' names on Loyola? It's mm-hmm. because Sister Jean is taking all the spotlight from the players. He might have lost the Brad Stevens battle, but Mark did manifest <laughs> no, me on. turning on Sister Jean. Insert neon ever hopeful sign here. 
Jason, and I want to say I want to say one thing, Jason. I love this because you are just you. Jason just took things that you have said on the podcast and emailed it back to us, yes. which is the greatest way to correspond with anyone. Just say except, what we said back to us and we'll agree with you. Except that I lose the Brad Stevens battle when they took him off the board in Vegas. That's, I think people are missing that part. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not talking about how you actually won this again, I, but I'll give I it to you. took him off the board in Vegas. So okay. who, you who's got- the uh, you got the lowest possible co- like denominator of win from that one. I'll give you that. I'll take it. It's still a win. <laughs> You're telling me there's a chance. Uh, <laughs> That's what the podcast should have been called. So Loyola lost to uh, Oregon State. It was a weird situation here, Charlotte, because Loyola yep. on these runs that we've seen from Loyola, which is just this is only the second one, honestly. But uh, in 2018, they were an underdog in basically every game they were in. And mm-hmm. that's what made it so fun. They were Cinderella. And uh, that's what makes March fun. This year, same thing. Uh, they 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 were an eight seed, so I think in the first game they technically weren't the underdog. But it's Loyola versus Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's a power school. They had the ACC mm-hmm. Player of the Year, who actually mm-hmm. didn't play in that game, but whatever. Uh, so going into that game, they I don't they they weren't underdogs, but like you know, to the general public, they were probably like, wow, Loyola, the small school versus the big school, whatever. Then they beat Illinois. So the whole point is going against Oregon State. This is the first mm-hmm. time we've ever seen Loyola in a position where they are very much the hunted. They the overdogs. Yes, they were the overdogs. <laughs> and what happened was very early in this game, Charlotte, mm-hmm. Dana Jacobson, who was, who was working with CBS doing the game, uh, uh, tells us that Sister Jean is not alone in this game against Oregon State because there's a guy in uh, Beaverton. Is that where? That's where Oregon State is. It's Corvallis. Beaverton I mean, is, be, th- this is really confusing about Oregon. Beaverton is where the Nike headquarters is, but Nike is like tied with Oregon. And they're not so much. Oregon and State. Oregon State are the Beavers. And Oregon State are the Beavers. It's so in Corvallis. Um, so there's a guy in Corvallis, Oregon. His name's Bud, and he's like a hundred oh. something years old. And oh. Bud has no story per se. Like I, I, I like Dana. Like we were waiting for like yeah. So Bud plays <laughs> with the team. Bud has been you know driving the bus forever. Not really a story. It was just like Bud's a fan of Oregon State. But it was enough. It was enough to dethrone Sister Jean. So. That that was an interesting uh, wrinkle, and and you could tell the like like the way Dana was reporting it, it felt like she was over Sister Jean too. She's like, "Hey guys, just so you know, uh, there are other old people in this <laughs> world. Uh, Sister Jean is not the only one, so we can talk about some of these." All right, back to you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. That when you said there's a guy named Bud, doesn't really have a story. He's just <laughs> an old fan. Yeah. Um, like Imagine. I love that. That is my. Ver- that's like. That you know, that's it's a tough look because it makes you question Christianity. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, if a guy named Bud, who's a fan it of the Beavers, can beat you know God with Sister Jean with God on her side, I don't know if there's hope for there's anyone. A, Bud, me say Bud does have a story. I'm just like thinking of like his great great grandkids coming to visit. They're like, can you tell us about like the war, the the First World War? And he's like, there's, I have no story. I don't remember. Wait, he's like, I, I, I have nothing home. to say. I have no uh, point of view. I, I have 112. Years old, I have no point of view. I never have. <laughs> That's incredible that they, you know, I feel like there's some oppo research on Sister Jean where someone sent someone out to Oregon and was like, find an old person yeah. <laughs> quickly. And they were like, here's Bud. And they're like, perfect, say no more. We're putting him on the broadcast. <laughs> um, I would be funny if Bud was just like a very sinful man with a lot of vices and it's I'm like, gonna be, yeah. I'm he's like, I don't pray for the team. In fact, I I do shots before every game. I'm ripping heaters. I'm, uh, you know, I gamble on all every single one of these games. I had, I'm trying to get the boys to fix the game. They won't listen to me. And <laughs> <laughs> 
I have to tell you, when, when you said Bud, I imagined a guy decked out in Oregon State gear sitting in like a 1950s version of a man cave when people had like, you know, full on bars in their basements yeah. Yeah. With, with like holding one of those cans that Don Draper drank in Mad Men where there's no pull tab. You have to like yeah. use an actual can opener. And just That's smoking cigarettes in his house, just like does yes. not care. The the wallpaper's like falling off because the years of the smoke is deteriorating. <laughs> he's his not wallpaper. even really an Oregon State fan. Yeah, like he'll yeah. watch the games, but he doesn't really care. He was he was a janitor at the school for like four years one summer. <laughs> four years one summer that doesn't make any sense. Four summers in a row when like he was in high school or something, and like that's his connection to the school. And, and all and like, so and like his friends keep getting him Oregon State stuff, and he's like, I'm not yeah. even. I mean, <laughs> thanks, but like. <laughs> Wow, I love this Bud uh, fan fiction. Yeah, check out Bud. Wrote. They play they play tonight, by the way. Oregon State. I wonder if we're going to hear more of Bud or if that was just like a sister Jean foil. You know what I mean? Like, or, or, does Bud matter moving forward? Or is he just like for that moment in time we needed him to go up against sister Jean? Here's a real conspiracy theory. Bud doesn't even exist. <laughs> oh, no. Did they have footage of Bud? What if Bud, what if Bud and sister Jean dated? And like, this is a way to like really get to her head. She's like, find her ex-boyfriend. Oh, oh, that's true. Nuns don't. That's a good point. Wait, did they have footage of Bud? Did they show Bud? Uh, I think they showed pictures of him. He he wasn't, he wasn't in the arena. He was back in Oregon. So um, we didn't, we didn't get a live look at him. Wow. We're going to call this podcast. Bud's this Bud's for you. Bud's this Bud story. Okay. Here's one. Um, This is an email. I'm going to be honest. I don't. Um, I'm actually, this is from Zachary Stadler and the subject line is not L's. And he said, Charlotte, I have to disagree with your L's from the honorable mentions pod this week, mm-hmm. um, which, and I don't understand quite what's going on here because the, the grammar is a little funky. He says, Twitter okay, is. All right. Relax, Charlotte. We no, get well, it. No, you, no, no, to, you, you, you played squash at Dartmouth. We get okay. it. All right. <laughs> not everyone can speak Zip with it, the queen's Titus. tongue like you can. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, tell me if you understand what this email means. He said, he says, I disagree with your else. And then he says, Twitter is the worst. We all instinctively knew it in the beginning. And somehow we got brainwashed into buying in. And this, I'm just reading this because he says something nice. He says, I consume your wonderful content through podcasts and the Fox Sports app. I'm out on the socials. Don't miss them. So I don't understand quite how that's. He's saying uh, when you said you were never going to join in his mind, you said, I'm never going to join Twitter. And he said that that was right all along. And in your mind, oh. he says you you said that that's an L because you ended up joining Twitter. And he's saying, right. no, you were right. Well, the wrong move was that you joined Twitter. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like he's saying yeah. your, 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 your declaration that Twitter sucks and I'm never going to do it was right all along. And just because and you then joined we got Twitter, brainwashed into it. Yes. And that, just because and, you okay. joined it does not mean you were wrong. It just means that, you were wrong then by joining it. Okay. Oh, yeah. here. Now yeah. I understand the email. Okay. So yeah. then he goes on to say, I still use a BlackBerry Android. I'm not that behind because the keyboard is the best. Yes. He says, I still use a separate music player because I want all my music with me and it bogs down my phone. Otherwise, yes, it's two That's things amazing. to carry instead of one, but I have a wallet case for the phone. So it all evens out. <laughs> then he says, as for the COVID, I believe history will argue forever about whether destroying 2020 for everyone actually saved lives, which is where I get a little out on this email. <laughs> Just, it gets a little COVID truthery. COVID is real. I think we did the right thing by trying I'm to sorry, say what, what how is that relevant though? because uh, I said on the on the pod oh, I did by okay. myself I that you. I was saying that when Michael Barbaro was on the daily talking about how bad COVID was gonna be, I told my friends he was fear mongering. And then it turned uh, out that that was it, yeah. you know, that was a big L. I was yeah. wrong about that one. Yeah. Um anyway, well, so then they, I won't kill they, that guy. The guy's just trying to 
Yeah, the guy's just trying to make you feel better about exactly. Your, yeah, he he, right. he wasn't. Yeah, all right. right. But Zach, I really appreciate your writing in and and reinforcing um, the things that I once thought were correct. Zach seems like a guy I'd get along with. He seems I, like a he man a man with a code, you know. Like he's <laughs> he's got like his systems figured out, and that's like I I love guys like that. I love guys that like like even if I don't agree with you, like I don't have a music player. I wouldn't. I don't think that would work for my life. I love a guy that's like I've analyzed my habits. I've analyzed what I like and don't like, and uh, I have a system for how I do things. And yep. That's a that's a man who has his shit together, and and I respect that. So you know, uh, my dad takes that to the extreme to the point where he has a system for how to load the dishwasher, and if Great. you put the knives in the wrong place, he will he will move them. So the next time you open the dishwasher, he has reorganized the, the dishwasher. Yes, yes, exactly. good yeah. for him. That's uh, I I would get along with your dad as well. I, like. it, yeah, he's it's really good stuff. Okay, um, here's an email from Tyrus Cobb, which is a cool name. He says, uh, subject line, coping with turning 30. Charlotte and maybe Mark, depending on how funny I am in this email. <laughs> you made it, man. You, you made it. You made, you made the cut. As someone staring down the barrel of turning 30 later this year, coping mechanisms are key to getting through it. I've had a few stray grays for years now, but just a month ago, I got my first gray beard hair, so it's been rough. My top five keys have been Calling myself 30 since I turned 29 so that the shock isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> he does the opposite. Like a yeah. lot of a lot of people say I'm 29, like as yeah. of 35. He's like, Ty's like up easing himself into it. Yeah. He says, uh, looking at athletes who won MVP in their 30s. Mm, that's good. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh leaning into it by overparenting my dogs. Um <laughs> He says, getting engaged, and then parentheses, just kidding. I was totally going to do that anyways. <laughs> I hope your fiance doesn't listen to yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to be in that doghouse you made for your dogs. He says, installed a nice basketball hoop in my driveway so that I can pretend I've, quote, still got it. Mm. Love, Ty. Dude, that's uh, you want to talk that. about men with a coat. Like, if if any, any man that's, like, in his – 30s or 40s that just goes and gets up jump shots just in, at his leisure i respect the hell out of that shout out ryan rasillo that feels like a rasillo move that he just like <laughs> go to venice beach with a basketball and like no, no, not no. even try to play pickup he's like not trying to get into the game he just wants to like just sit on the side and get some jumpers up rasillo um, definitely has a hoop in his driveway yeah yeah it's like a slanted driveway and it's yeah. a, a, it's a deal where like you can't like dribble at all but he's like i don't need to dribble i just want to like, just get some jumpers up and <laughs> it's perfect great um uh, yeah, this is uh this this is all good. Turning thirty was is I, I I think he's on the right track. I think uh but but I, I will say like I'm I'm I turned thirty four this year and mm-hmm. uh in a lot of ways my thirties I'm not the first to make this observation. Uh, in fact, it's become kind of a cliche, but uh, I do think like thirties or twenties with money. I really yes. do feel that way. I could not. I, I I've said this last week. Turning thirty was the best day of my life. And it's now- awesome. Every day since, I'm like, I don't care what you think. I'm I, 32. I d- <laughs> the only thing that makes me feel like old, I mean, like, obviously, like, my interests don't align. Like, I turn on the Grammys and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I turn it off right away. Like, You've always been but like I've that. Always that doesn't been have that to way. do with age. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The only things that make me feel like, wow, I might actually be getting old is, like, every so often my body hurts a little bit, but it's not because I'm old. It's because, like, 
when I was young, like when you're young, you're, I don't know, not everybody, but like I was playing sports and like working out all the time. Like I was right. not a great athlete, but you know, like I was lifting weights three times Mark, a week and you were a great athlete. You know what I mean though, Charlotte, that like yeah. now it's just like, yeah, of course my back, like even, even the pains of getting older is like my back will hurt if I lay in bed all day. <laughs> and it's like, right. yeah, of course, like maybe don't be a lazy. <laughs> If we yeah. were, if we were trying a little harder, you know, like I'll get this, I get the newest thing I have is this weird thing in my toe where like my toe yeah. will hurt when I go for a run and I'm pretty sure it's connected to my hamstring somehow, but I'm yeah. too lazy to stretch. So it just doesn't get better. And I'm like, well, you know, that's on me. I, I don't think it's getting, I guess my point is, I don't think it's that you're because you're older. I think it's because you've let your habits go, which I, I might, it might go hand, it goes hand in hand, but I'm saying there is hope that like, if you're someone that's like, I don't want to be sore. Like all you have to do is just kind of like take care of your body throughout yeah. your thirties and forties. And you'll probably Listen, be fine. You know? 70 year olds run marathons. Exactly. Exactly. So you're so fine. You I guess what we're trying to say, Ty, is that you're golden. <laughs> we, we went from ties about to turn 30 to now you're like, when you're 70 and like, you're really scared. Of him, he's like, Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Right. Ty's like, Oh God, goes into an existential crisis immediately. Okay. Um, here's an email that I love pronunciation of tournament. <clears throat> David Vine. Hi, Charlotte. And I guess Mark too, even though I know he isn't reading this, I just wanted to comment that this time of year, I continuously get made fun of for my pronunciation of tournament, which is exactly how Charlotte says it. I'm from Northern PA slash upstate New York, not an area particularly known for having weird accents, but apparently this is a word I cannot say correctly. So I wanted to give a shout out to Charlotte for saying it exactly like I do. Tournament. I'm trying to say it. Tournament. (laughs) You can't even do it. I can't. He then Tournament. says thoughts and prayers for Mark's Buckeyes and Charlotte. Please become uh, a Villanova fan. You don't have to drop Virginia. Just <laughs> adopt both Virginia and Nova are friendly rivals, siblings who like to argue about who is the best looking coach in basketball. Mm-hmm. Jay Wright is obviously better looking, but Tony isn't too far behind. Friend of the program, Dave. I love it, Dave. I love it. Tour- Tournament. I, I Tournament. don't. You don't really. I don't really feel like you have that bad of an act or bad. Um, that's that's that's. <laughs> you don't talk horribly but you don't you don't have that strong of an i don't notice you say that many weird words but i think that's why i noticed tournament when you're like what what time is the tournament funny that you say tournament tournament Tournament? we need to do a poll can we do a poll how do you do a poll on twitter if you don't have like because social lesson producer cat can you guys help us out and do a poll and say how do you say tournament or tournament tour tour but like i don't know how you how you would show the pronunciation of those you know what i mean like, i think you what? do it by t-e-r nement tur t-u-r-r t-o-r-e nement tour tournament or tournament yours yours sounds like it has like three w's in it it's, it really <laughs> okay, does T-W-O-R-E, it sounds like you're trying to whistle tour. it sounds like you're trying to whistle <laughs> tour, tournament <laughs> what if i just like <laughs> it does <laughs> tournament day america this is america and we play tournaments (laughs) this podcast inevitably (laughs) why like we devolve into we just make noises it's just like strange noises that's what we've come to okay well that's the last email so i guess we are right on schedule (laughs) (laughs) um all right well those are all great emails i'm grateful to everybody um what do you what's going on with you (laughs) (laughs) should should we wrap this up should we go do you want to know what does your week look like my week uh so yeah though today this is but we're recording this on monday we would do Mm -hmm. this monday mornings uh so later today 
Uh, Bud and his Oregon State Beavers will be playing Houston in game mm-hmm. one. And then Baylor, Arkansas are playing in game two. So I'm going to watch those games. We're going to, we do live shows. Uh, Tate and I do, uh, we go on YouTube. We re- I really enjoy doing those. They're, they're a lot of fun. So every night after all the NCAA tournament games, we do, uh, we do a show and it streams live on YouTube. So we're going to do that tonight. We're going to do the same thing tomorrow because there are two more Elite Eight, elite eight games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wednesday, I'm hopping on a plane first thing in the morning to go to Indianapolis. And I'm going to be there through the end of the tournament, which is the, the tournament. The tournament. tournament. The tournament. tournament. Uh, which will be... Monday. So Saturday so is the excited? final four. Monday's the national championship. I am. Yeah. I'm excited to go back to it's, it's going to be weird. I, I, in a weird way, like I'm excited for this tournament to be over. Not cause I haven't enjoyed it. Like obviously Ohio state losing wasn't a ton of fun, but uh, right. I'm excited because I know that like the weird times, boy, knock on wood. I'm, I feel like Charlotte Wilder here saying fear mongering. I know. I feel like this is the last, like this whole season of college basketball and, and whatever has been, kind of a nightmare in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um not obviously covid the, the the physical toll of people getting covid i the, the, putting that part aside like we you know like that's that's obvious the right. side effects of it all of the games being canceled of teams like taking pauses for weeks at a time of no fans like the whole scene has been very bizarre i've never gotten used to it so yeah. uh i have now I'm now uh, in that moment where you're like you know if, if you're working a shift say and you hate your job and <laughs> There's like an hour left of your job. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a bad analogy because I actually do enjoy. I love college basketball. I love the tournament, but like I'm, I'm looking at it. This I'm like, feels All right. like the the last gasp of weirdness. Hopefully, yes. I'm like, if we can just get through it. Like once this is over, not only is are we going to see a national champion, but like the other thing is like this is the end of the weird times of college basketball. And like in the fall, when the next time we see college basketball, God willing we're gonna see full stadiums and and bands and cheerleaders and the whole deal so uh there's that part of it too that i'm excited i'm like we made it we've done it like we we had no tournament last year it feels like the finish line is near and uh we can put this thing behind us forever so i'm excited for that but also every team left charlotte Mm -hmm. all eight teams left um all their coaches have not won national championships before so whoever wins will be a first-time champion and the program the most recent national champion winner Uh of our eight programs left was UCLA in 1995. So it's no been way. a long time since any of these have uh, any of these teams coming off of Virginia, your beloved Virginia Cavaliers winning their first title. We now have yep. a program is going to win um, at, at the very least. It's going to be a program that hasn't won in like 25 years. So that's there you amazing. Go. So that's oh. fun. I, I enjoy that. I, I do like that. I like to see uh, fan bases because cause it's good for the sport. You know, you get like, you get fan bases that maybe were dormant, not to say UCLA was or Arkansas was or any of these are, but like, you know, a, t- a team wins a title and it starts to like rejuve, it rejuvenates totally. people and it gets them excited about it. And uh, that's and good Bud for And Bud back so. in Oregon is and just, Bud. you know, jumping up and down and is uh, yeah. lazy boy. Uh, Bud, yeah, Bud feels we, like, I feel like Bud would shake his fist a lot, like in, yeah. in, in joy. Maybe it, one fist is mad and you go like that. And two yeah. fists is like, yeah, we did it. We did it, boys. <laughs> we did it. I also, I, I could see Bud also just doing like a single fist pump being like, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then he goes back to drinking his beers. I, and his- I think the funniest, the funniest outcome though is, is what you said initially is like, Bud has no idea this is going on. Like he doesn't really <laughs> love Oregon state. Bud is just like some guys, some producer, CBS's uncle. Like he exists, he's real, yeah. but, but he, he lives just in Michigan. doesn't care about basketball. He lives in Michigan, has never been to Oregon in his life, and has no. It's like, it's like, like we, got, we need a counter <laughs> narrative stat. God, that's so oh, funny. Man. 
All right. right, Well, well, uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure out when we're going to see you guys later this week. And and by see, I mean, you will hear us. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, send us emails, the people sports podcast at gmail.com. See you guys. Bye.